0: Today, as Bren said earlier, and I'm going to test you on, what is the theme? I mean, there's a definite clue somewhere, isn't there? I forgot that was there. Um, (laughs) But yes, we we are talking about highlight reel, or the highlight reel. So has anyone ever been on Instagram? Yeah. Yeah? Has anyone ever been on Instagram today? No? No, I have. And um, on that, on someone's profile, you've got like a highlights reel. So all the like, posts they put up, they can put them all up. And then basically they take, Well, what I've done, is I've put the best ones from that and put it in my highlights reel so that they stay there forever. So that if you are on my profile, you'll go and see um, some stuff that I did in South Africa, some stuff that I did in a different church in Liverpool, and some o- other things that uh, I've done over the last... 10 years, probably, since I got Instagram. But that's what highlights reels are, or highlight reels are. But highlight videos, who's ever watched like a highlight video of a football match or rugby match? Yeah? They're like the best bits, right? Or the worst bits. They're not like the boring bits. They're the best or the worst. It's the really, really good or the really, really bad. And we don't really do the middle. No one really enjoys watching two players at the back just pass the ball to each other today. That doesn't make the highlights real. But an overhead kick gets on the highlights reel. How often in life do we jump from or look forward to the next thing that we can post on our highlights reel and not sit in that bit of, this is just let's just pass the ball? Let's just pass the ball. Now, I'm sure there, there are moments when life, we're just, we're just passing the ball. We're just getting, just getting by. The next day comes and we just need to pass the ball. Because there's nothing else we can do. We haven't got energy. We haven't got time. We haven't got brain space or whatever. We haven't got time to focus on that next thing. But right now, we're talking about the highlights. Reel. So, who likes dressing up? As in, like, so, I mean, either. Either. So, dressing up in a, in a, in a suit or a nice dress or um, whatever else you might wear to dress up. Or um, as a carrot. Or, um, I've got no idea who dresses up a carrot. But, so I, you might not enjoy dressing up, but I absolutely love it. You might know this. But I think putting on a costume, dressing up, doing something a bit different, a bit random is is amazing. It's so much fun and is like the dream way to spend an afternoon. Just just being a carrot. Like what a dream. What an absolute dream. But have you ever like um so so over the last few years, I've dressed up quite a lot, right? So I've been Santa three times in two different primary schools. I've been a flamingo twice. I've been Superman. I've been a dinosaur. I've been a lion tamer, a Roman soldier, a big bright light, a Mr. Potato Head, a carrot, an innkeeper, Billy. Anyone remember Billy? Billy, the climate change confused kid. And I've also worn lots of different costumes. I've been Novak Djokovic, or supposed to be Jokobed, Do you remember that? <laughs> With Aaron as Jimmy. <laughs> but basically, most of the time I've dressed up, and I won't be offended if you say this, I looked completely ridiculous, right? I just looked a bit silly. I just looked a bit bonkers. But the thing about dressing up is that you can literally be anything. With just a costume, with maybe a different hair, maybe a bold cap that you put on and some glasses and a bit of a beard, you can become Dave, amazing. And with a purple wig, you can become Bren, unbelievable. You can become anyone you want to be just by putting something on. Dressing up can be really good fun. But sometimes we dress up and it's not fun. It's really serious. Sometimes you get up in the morning and someone asks you, are you doing okay? And you just go, yeah, I'm fine. That's a form of dressing up. Sometimes we dress up by wearing really fancy, expensive clothes because we feel a bit insecure and a bit anxious about how we're doing. Sometimes we dress up because we're a bit scared that if we're honest, people will think there's something wrong with us. I don't mean dressing up with a fancy, co- fancy dress costume. I mean dressing up with a smile, or with expensive clothes, or by editing pictures of ourselves for Instagram. Creating an image that isn't real, isn't what happened, isn't the reality to be someone that we're not. Have you ever seen on um, the like exposure videos where it's like a famous TikToker will go and be on an airplane and it will look like they're on a business class flight to like Hawaii. And then it comes out and it comes out and they're in a shed in the middle of like Norfolk. And you're like, ha ha, you cheated that. But basically that's, that's the reality, isn't it? That people create this image, this thing, this idea that isn't actually the way that it is. So a few years ago, I asked quite a few people in my life what word they would use to describe me. It's gonna come up on the screen. For those of you online, I'm sorry you can't see this, but hopefully it's gonna come up on the screen. And um, as you can see, there are a lot of ridiculous things on that list. Um, My favorite, I think, is Beyonce. Um, someone thinks that I'm a bit like Beyonce. Um, weird. Um, posh. Just looking at the other ones. Positive. Encouraging. Random. I'm not random. What are you all about? Tall. I don't even think I'm tall. A camel. Anyone? Camel? But yeah. Yeah, Bren, I've got no idea. Got no idea what the word dribbler on there means. Um some of them, like as you can see, some of them are quite nice. I don't know why watch is on there. I wear a watch all of the time, but but basically there's a list of things that are on there. Some of them are really nice. The bigger they are, just to clarify, the more people have said it. Which is actually quite encouraging overall, because of the word faithful in the middle, which is quite nice. But the point I'm making is is not to show off about how Great people think I am because some of those aren't amazing. But because actually sometimes we get so caught up with our own one of those that we forget to see what God says about us. We get so focused on how we can create the next highlight reel so that someone else will say something positive about us that we miss the boring middle stuff that God sees You see, the thing about this word cloud is that some of them are really nice. Some are a bit random. Some are a bit ridiculous. And some I would actually really like to take off that list. Some I wish weren't there. And that's not me saying, oh, the people that did that were really mean. That's me saying, actually, some of those things, I didn't think of myself like that. But actually, that's how other people see me ultimately this isn't how God sees me. Now if you were to do this with the people around you, with the people in this room to describe you that list, while encouraging, maybe positive would be amazing it wouldn't be how God sees you, because God sees you as so much more than that. God sees me as so much more than the things written on that cloud. I'm so much more than just the things that people see or say about me. So I want you to open your phones. Some of you already audio- have your phones out. Open your phones, if you've got one with you. And I want you to go on your photo app. So where you save, or where the, when you take a photo, where it goes, basically. So on your iPhone, if you've got an iPhone, it'll be on an app that's called Photos, with a, like a sunflower on it. And basically, I want you to go to the last time that you, or the last day that you had, where you took loads and loads of photos. So whatever day that was, maybe it was a significant day. Maybe it wasn't. But I want you to go back, scroll back on your phone to a day when there was loads of photos taken, right? Now I want you to just remember that moment, look at that moment. Because my moment was Christmas Day and we took a family photo. We've never done it before. I don't really know why we decided to do it this year, but we did. And um, anyway, we took a picture of me and my brothers and sisters and my grandma. And then we tried to take a picture with everybody in it, right? And when I mean everybody, I mean my grandma, who falls asleep immediately at every moment, my brother, who some of you met is a bit chaos and doesn't really like make the right face at the right time, and a dog that is just like nuts. So basically we had dogs' feet in people's faces, we had the dog's bum in the middle of the photo, we had grandma asleep in one of it, like it was nuts, absolute carnage. And we probably took, if you look, we took that many photos, which is probably about 50, maybe 60, and one of them was like good, only one of 50 photos, one. Now, some of you have met Meg, and a few few months ago, we took, me and Meg, took um, someone took a picture of me and Meg, and it's the, honestly, I'm not joking, the only picture that we both look nice in. My girlfriend. We've been in with her for two and a half years. We've taken probably hundreds, if not thousands, of photos together, and we've never had a nice one until about a month and a half ago. It was a proud moment, basically because I can't smile in photos. So, um, as we found out when I tried to take my work photo for the website, I couldn't smile. So it took about five or six goes. Well, I can't. I'm not very good at photos, right? And so it means that you have to take so many in order to get one that works. Sometimes we get so obsessed with that moment, that perfect moment, that we move past all the stuff in between. We get so focused on, can I create that perfect thing, that we miss all the madness that leads to that moment. God says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made, as we said in the Bible verse. So all of those moments that lead up to that seemingly perfect one, God says, I love you, I love you, I love you. Every single time you take a photo that you don't really like, God says, I love you. I like that photo. I like the person in that photo. I love the person in that photo. So all those pictures that you scroll through before deciding the one that you want to post on Instagram is the one that's going to get you the most likes. God would have loved every single one of them a thousand times. And he would have loved the one that you posted as well. But he would love all of them. It's not a case of God picking and choosing what he likes. God sees beyond the highlight reel. And he sees the real you, the person who you are when no one else is looking, when no one else is around. That might be a good thing, that might be a bad thing, but God loves you anyway. Sometimes it's really easy to think that we are irrelevant, that no one really cares about us. I remember reading um, Rafa Nadal's um, autobiography that he wrote a few years ago and I think he's an amazing tennis player and a really great athlete. But he said something really sad at the beginning of the book, and he basically said that his uncle told him once, unless you achieve something in life, no one cares about you. To encourage him to become as good as he could be, to be the best tennis player he could be, he was told, you don't matter unless you achieve something. Now, that's a lie. That's not true. God loves you. Regardless, God loves you before you do anything good and even after you do something bad. You don't need to get to the top. You don't need to be the best to earn God's love. You are loved before that. Sometimes we go through life and we keep searching for the next high point. The next good thing, the next thing that we can post about, the next photo that we can share or the next story that we can tell. But God doesn't. God sits there and goes, I'm with you every single step of the way, whether it's a high point, a low point or somewhere in the middle. God is there every step. Maybe your life feels a bit like a yo-yo. You're going up, really good moment, then a really low moment, then a really good moment, then a really low moment. Or maybe it feels like a yo-yo. Maybe it feels like a a really good moment all the time. Or maybe it feels like a good moment, and then a a middle moment, and then a good moment. Or maybe it just feels like a bad moment. Wherever you are on that good to bad thing, God cares. And God wants... You to know that he loves you and that he's there with you but it isn't just about the good and the bad moments it's so easy for us to go through life and go god thank you for that amazing thing that happened and god please help me in that really rubbish thing and then forget to read our bible on the day when nothing happens or forget to pray because i just went to school Oh it's just a normal day at college. Faith is about choosing God in the middle as well as the high and the low. It's about trusting that God has a plan and a purpose for your life, regardless of where you are in that high, low, or middle. If we only go to God at the good or the bad, we miss so much in the middle. Faith, discipleship is about going to God in the everyday and being consistent in that moment. Consistently choosing God. So who am I? As it said. And I don't, uh, people have said this about me, but I choose, I've choose. i chosen God in the high, the middle, and the low. And I believe that's as Christians, that's what we're called to do, to choose God in the high, the middle, and the low. Because whatever's going on, he's the best person to go to. He's the p- best opinion to search after. He loves the highlights. He wants to celebrate with you, and he wants to cry with you. But he loves you and so wants to be with you. Not because you've had a really good day or a really bad day, but because it's you. So because it's you, Brent. Because it's you, Bella. Because it's you, Lexi. He wants to be with you. Not because it's an amazing day, but because he just he wants to be with you. So I want, um, I just think it would be a really good idea. So if you get your, your phone out again, if you have one, or maybe in your head, and just write a note in the notes section on your phone that just says, trust God in the middle. And I want you to go to that beginning, the beginning of that, that line, and press enter twice so that you move it down the page. So you've got a space above and a space below. And then I want you to write something you're thankful for on the top. So what are you thankful for? And if you haven't got your phone with you, then think about this in your head. What are you thankful for? Just write it above. I'm just going to invite the band up as we do this. And then below, two lines below, so you've got a bit of a space, two lines below, I want you to write something that you're praying for. So something you're thankful for above, something you're praying for below. Because I believe that God at the moment is calling us to be people who trust him in the middle. Who pray for things that aren't going well. Are thankful for things that are going well. But trust him in the middle. So let's pray. As you have that thing open in front of you or that thing in your head.